Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all my baggage droppers around the world, welcome to another episode of Drop Your Baggage Podcast. With me, your host, the self-talk engineer himself, Charles Wolfork, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast where we talk to people that are dope that can give you hope and teach you a technique that can help you cope. Today, we are talking with a couple, ladies and gentlemen, a couple, Mr. and Mrs., well, Mr. Nick Larson and Miss Kayla Larson, if you will. (laughs) But before we go into this phenomenal couple, I'd like to tell you guys that we are sponsored and brought to you by Brienne & Company. Now, Brienne & Company is a jewelry boutique that makes durable, minimalist jewelry that has genuine pearl local shells and sea glass natural gemstones precious metals quality and it has quality handcrafted designs uh, ladies and gentlemen please go to brianneandco.com to see her amazing jewelry and to check out her latest gear go to brianne and company and if you guys are ever on island come to the store come see me i work on saturdays and mondays and now getting into our guests that are the people that are dope that are gonna give us hope today we have first introducing let's go ladies first ladies first we got kayla larson all right now she was a physical therapist and she believed that success is like moving towards your goals and she is a goal getter ladies and gentlemen she started but she started becoming aware that the physical therapy that she was very passionate about didn't train the thoughts actions and emotions so then she became about uh she became passionate um, about the power of the mind and that's where her husband nick comes into play now nick was introduced to the law of attraction uh, and and then he became a consultant of the powerful Proctor Gallagher Institute and brought his philosophy into practice. Learn more about the functions of the mind, understanding, and he knows that understanding perceives change. And with becoming a consultant, he worked with the director of the movie How Thoughts Become Things, Mr. Douglas Biermarin. And now they have both come together to form the School of Potential, which is a way to bring the information about the power of the mind, positive thinking and positive thinking to teachers and parents. And now they are living the good life over in Vancouver. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Kayla and Nick Larson. What's up, guys? Awesome. Thank you so much for having us on here. It's uh, super exciting. Thank you, guys. Please, by all means, I would love to know more about your journey. So please but tell me, like, how did everything start? You guys such ha- have such an amazing story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to start us off, Kayla, there, but uh, it, it's been a journey, hey? Oh, yes. It's a constant unfoldment uh, process. Mm-hmm. But really, I think it was you first got into this material. We had an emotional impact. Um, Nick's dad got sick and ended up passing away. And you were just seeking, you knew that there was something out there, you knew there was more to life than just this. So you started seeking and then I started seeing you change and transform. And at that time, I was going through school to be a physical therapist, very, very logical thinking. So at the beginning, I had my brakes on and I didn't want to believe any of this. Um, And then... Yeah, you know, it's just, I I totally fell in love with this information. It just, it's like a huge wake up call. And I had never heard anybody speak the way that, say, my mentor, Bob Proctor, had spoke, talking about a lot of traction and vibration and energy and spirit and source and all this stuff. And I was hooked just like that. And of course, I brought it to Kayla. And I was like, you, you got to learn more about this. we got to study this stuff. 
And of course, from a very logical mind, it's like, ah, I just don't know if I believe in that, right? <laughs> I don't know. And so I didn't let that stop me though. I thought, you know what? I believe in it. I'm starting to see internal changes. I'm starting to have, as Stephen Covey talks about, these private victories within. And that, of course, leads to these public victories. And I think that's what you began to see was that my external world was changing. My behavior was changing. My health was improving. My mindset was improving. And that's when you kind of started to get on board. So, yeah, once I started to really try to make this material work for me, then I started seeing the transformation. Really, things started happening so fast. I love the way Esther says it, the universe loves speed. I truly believe that it does. Because if you're searching for how this material can help you, you will find it and it will come to you with complete speed and ease. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So what is what was the change that you saw in your husband, Kayla, that really like shocked you? I mean, of course, all those different changes that he said, you know, from the physical to just his mindset and everything. What were the things that you really like latched on to that you said, what in the world is going on with my husband? Well, firstly, he went from a person who could barely answer the phone, could barely, you know, do so many things to a person who was striving, who was wanting and wanting goals and wanting more. And he was wanting to push himself. And really, I think you were wanting to become something different, right? And I feel like before you become something different, you must first do something different. Before you do, you must think or be. So I started to see you becoming something different. And that just really inspired me. And it got, I think it got me thinking, that you don't have to accept the cards that you're given. You can start to make this game how you want to play it. Amen. Amen. So the cards that you felt that you were given was, hey, I got to go to school. You know, um, you started believing in yourself very earlier, uh, very early, but like you were always going back down that beaten path of Western medicine. And now you're like, wow, I can do something different and I can transform my life through my thoughts. Is that correct? Yes. And it's just for me, when I was a physio, it was just this understanding of holistic health, spiritual, intellectual, and physical. And I came to the realization that if we're only treating the physical, we're just treating symptoms and we'll never get past the root cause because the root cause is always in spirit. Amen. Amen. So when you, that we're, we're definitely going to talk about root cause in a bit, but like Nick, you were getting the root cause because back when you were younger, you had so much anxiety. So like she said, uh, you weren't that you were per, barely a person that could even answer on the phone. Like she, you said earlier, um, when we talked before that you would pass out because of the anxiety that you would have talk about that. And you know, the, the effects that that had on your life. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, uh, it's interesting to talk about now because it's not, it's a memory, but it's not who I am anymore because I've recreated myself, but I use it as a teaching tool when I'm sharing with individuals to go, Hey, this is where I was. And I don't share any of my story to impress you, but rather to impress upon you that if I can do this, you can do it. And it was a huge, uh, you know, for years I went through just chronic anxiety to the point where, yeah, I was passing out in classrooms. The ambulance was called a few times and it was not a fun time. And uh, I, of course, hit my rock bottom when my dad had passed away. It was like the rug had been pulled out from underneath me. I lost my foundation and I didn't know what to do. But I started to seek. I knew there was something more. And I truly believe that whatever you're seeking is also seeking you. And I started to become aware of it. And I started to hear, like I said, 
Bob Proctor talking about different things and these different, different vocabulary, different words. And it was just like this fire was lit inside of me. And I just became a sponge for this information, right? And it's not that I wasn't still experiencing anxiety in those moments, but I started to realize, as Kayla said, that my life and the way that I viewed me was not set in stone, that I was in control. I was in the driver's seat. And it was a tough pill to swallow in the moment that I had to accept the fact that I played a role in the creation of my anxiety. But I tell you, when I accepted that fact, I went, well, wait a second. If I created that, I can create whatever I want. So why not create confidence? Why not decide the kind of person that I want to be? And I literally sat down with a pen and a piece of paper and made a description of the individual I wanted to become. And I impressed that upon myself and I stepped into it. I acted as though I became that person. And I think that's when you started to see the change. Wow. Wow. So going back. So how did you know that there was something more, man? Like where did that that seeking come from? Was it something internal or did, is there, are these little breadcrumbs that the universe has dropped onto you or dropped in front of you, which you picked up and you said, hmm, I wonder if there's more of this. I'd say it's almost both. You know, it's this internal feeling of like, there's got to be more. And I was always uh I was always the kid who sat, you know, when we were out camping. I would sit out on the beach at night and stare at the stars and just go and just be in complete awe that there's just so much vastness in the universe. And I'm just, I'm a part of it. And there's got to be more for me. I'm here for a reason, right? Now, I didn't know what it was. And I had these experiences in my childhood and this and that that seemed to kind of like limit what I truly felt inside. And then, of course, I love how you put that where you say little breadcrumbs from the universe. There were all these signs, but I wasn't seeing them until I started to dive into this and start, until I started to say, well, hey, maybe there is more here. And that's when I became aware of it and started acting on it. Amen. Amen. And when you started acting on it and when you started like actually manifesting the things that that you wanted to become, like manifesting that person, all that did was just attract more of that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm a true believer that you don't attract what you want. You attract who you are. Exactly. And so my very first goal was not to attract physical items or more money or, you know, like objects. It was just simply to become a confident individual because I knew that until I became somebody new, I couldn't have anything new. A hundred percent. hundred percent. In order to get more. Oh. What was it? Uh, Jim Rohn said, if you do what you always done and you'll get more of what you already got. Absolutely. You know, um, so now you guys have applied this bigger vision of, of or I'm sorry, you guys have applied what you guys have learned and have bundled it together and, and made it into a school of potential. Please, um, please tell me about the school of potential. What's up with that? Yeah. You know, the school of potential was kind of a dream of mine uh, quite a few years ago. I have a background in education, taught middle years for, for quite some time uh, doing substitute teaching. Um, and so, you know, the School of Potential was really a very logical thing to get into and to share this because I saw the gaps in our education system. Now, I think education is great and I don't think anybody should just not send their kids to school, but I think there's gaps and I think there's areas where we can make improvement. And I think we really need to start building a new model. 
um, if we want to create some change. And so that's where I've, I was learning from people like Bob Proctor and then Douglas Vermeer and, and learning these ideas about how thoughts become things and the mind and all of this. I thought this needs to be taught to our teachers, to our students, and especially our teachers and our parents, because those are the people who have the biggest influence on our youth, right? Because ultimately attitude filters down from the top. 100%. You got to make sure that you influence the influencers in order to make sure that the the thing that the message that's being sent, the values, the morals, the ethics that are being sent down, um, the beliefs, most of all, that are being taught uh, are ones that um, have a po more positive and uh, energy and higher vibrations. Uh, so what is it that you guys teach? Um, to, uh, through the school of, of potential, you, you said you talk about the power of the mind and positive thinking. Like, uh, what is it like more of? Can we deep dig a little bit deeper into the curriculum? Yeah, I mean, to put it really simply, and then to kind of expand a little bit later, but to put it simply, we basically combine science, spirituality, and personal growth together. So you can take and turn your thinking into results and create consciously the life that you really want to live. Right. And we do that by sharing with you, giving you the understanding of a how your mind functions, who you are beyond what I call this meat suit. Right. You know, who are you really like asking those questions? Um, it was uh, Dr. John Demartini who said the quality of our life is determined by the quality of our questions. And I love that. And so we're big on self-discovery and questioning things. Why do I believe that? Poking holes in the belief system. And so things like mindset and self-image and confidence building and coming at it from these different perspectives. Now, I came into it from a very uh, right brain, creative kind of that Eastern medicine type of thing. I was doing energy healing before. And then Kayla came from a very scientific background. And so we began to combine those together. So then I was able to study some of the leading experts in the world and the science that is proving um, mind-body connection and the science that is proving visualization works. And then now I'm working with elite athletes. And then I'm also going to be working with healthcare professionals to help um, bridge the gap between Western and Eastern and bring this material more into light. Yeah. Wow. You guys are kicking assets. Now, the it's, uh, it's definitely exciting to see where the school of potential is going what do you do you guys have like a five-year or ten-year plan where you guys uh, see where you want the uh, company to go yeah absolutely you know ultimately we want it to be spread around to as many parents and teachers and into different school systems as we can to have a huge impact on the lives uh, of those and really begin to alter and change the way that we educate our children Awesome. What's a um, what's a success story that you guys have that I, I'd love to hear one or a few of them if you guys have. Yeah. Pick one. You pick one. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think, but some of our big ones. I think really it's you know I, I can't think of anything specific necessarily, but there's a lot of our our clients who just it's that awareness that they come to where it's like the aha moment, right? The light bulb turns on and they go, wow, this makes sense. Like I've heard this information before, but the way that it's put in the, in the structure and the system, they go, okay, this makes sense now and I can apply it, right? 
there was one boy who had been enrolled in one of our programs uh, It comes to mind, and he was running through our program called How Thoughts Become Things uh, that we run. And he just came out of his shell. He started to like express his wants and his desires that had, I think, always been there, but never given the platform or the understanding that he could accomplish those. And I later heard that his parents were watching and his father was watching and going, hey, I could use this too. <laughs> that's great, right? That is fantastic. That's awesome. Oh, I mean, congratulations for all you guys are doing and with the amount of blessings and amazing energy that you guys are distributing out into the community and distributing out into the universe. I know there's nothing but... Uh, crazy abundance that is uh, just meant for you all. And I'm sure you guys know that as well. I mean, just the way that you believe and, you know, the what you all are attracting because of the people that you are. And on the Drop Your Baggage podcast, we want to go ahead and do a little bit more of that, that uh, challenging you all and helping you guys become even better, if you will. Now, like I said, we uh, talk to people that are dope that can give you hope like you all. And we also teach you a technique that can help you cope. Now, what that technique is that I absolutely love is the mental and emotional release process. It's an NLP technique. It's a system. It's a simple, systematic guided meditation that helps you eliminate your fears and limiting beliefs and uh, negative self-talk in minutes. And you guys are going to be a part of that. And for everybody, anybody out there that would love to know more about it, I have a case study um, on eliminatinginsecuritiesnow.com. Once again, go to eliminatinginsecuritiesnow.com. Please do not try this um, technique on your own without a NLP certifi certified uh, practitioner. And if you want to know um, more about me and uh, you want to work with me, please go to uh, charleswolfwork.com and you can fill out a form where you can actually uh, experience the mental and emotional release process as well. Now, with you guys, we decided that we're going to eliminate fear. Now, Kayla, I know that we said that we're going to just change the uh, fear from not being enough to I'm not enough, but let's just go ahead and do the fear of not, not enough, fear of not being enough. Okay. All right. So we're going to, all right. So this is some deep stuff. The, um, Kayla, you said that you had a, fe a fear of not being enough. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? I feel like it's because I always have an image of where I want to be in my mind, but as yeah. soon as I'm there in the physical, well, there's a new image that I want in my mind. So it's kind of like, I feel like I'm always rushing mm -hmm. and I'm always having to remind myself to be in the moment because ultimately um, like tomorrow is going to go and then today or the next day is going to come. And really if you're rushing, uh, Bob says hurry is fear and is consequently destructive. So just being mindful in the moment and realizing that today I'm doing enough. I am enough and what I'm providing is enough and it'll just keep growing from there. Amen. Amen. That's that's oh, you've already had great epiphanies. And I know that's going to help out, help out abundantly as we release that today. Uh, Nick, you said you wanted to get rid of the fear of judgment. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, it really I think it really stems back to a lot of my years of anxiety and just constantly being on alert for like what other people were saying. Were they talking about me? Are they making fun of me? Are they looking at me because I'm wearing something weird or because I look weird? And, you know, it was all this internal battle of what do other people think of me? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and that seems to, you know, I've really overcome a lot, but it's, it's always like this little nagging voice, I think inside, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And we really want to kind of just really diminish that and build up, like I said, the confidence uh, in ourselves further, but uh, that's always been a bit, a big one for me. That's so exciting. I'm, I'm so excited for you guys, just because I know that this is going to help out so much and it's going to um, just really make you guys even more powerful because of the impact that you'll have when you d- aren't uh, thinking about any t- anybody's type of judgments and when you can gain a little bit more patience and know that what you're doing right now um, is exactly what you're supposed to be doing and where you are right now is exactly exactly where you're supposed to be. Cool. All right. So in order to do, like I said before, in order to do this process, you got to do three things. Number one, you got to use your imagination. Number two, you have to follow directions. And number three, you have to trust the process. Know that I'm your guide and I'm going to be leading you through this easily and effortlessly. So let's go ahead and create those timelines. With your timelines, your past can be to your left, to your right, or behind you. If you were to know, Kayla, where's your past? It's behind. Where's your future? To the right. Perfect. Nick, where's your past? I'd say to the left. Where's your future? Mm, probably ahead. Okay. You guys, I love it. You guys, I love it. You guys are just awesome. <laughs> everywhere. I love it. You guys are everywhere. I love it. Um, cool. Um, so is it all right with your unconscious mind for you to release this fear today and for you to be aware of it consciously? Nick? Yes. Kayla? Of course, yes. Awesome. Now, Kayla, what is the root cause of this problem? The first event, which when disconnected, that will cause this problem to disappear. If you were to know, when was the first time that you had this fear of not being enough when you were a really little bitty girl? How old were you? I feel like it would have been grade one when I was, I was really academically behind um, growing up. And yeah, I think it goes back to then and being, I was scared to read and I was told I wasn't a good reader. So then I didn't want to read. And then I avoided the things that I wasn't quite good at and kept avoiding them to defer responsibility from that. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one. Very good one. Perfect age. Awesome. Good selection. Nick. What is the root cause of this problem? The first event, which when disconnected, that will cause this problem to disappear. If you were to know, when was the first time that you felt the fear of judgment when you were a little bitty boy? Yeah, I, you know, it's it's funny as Kayla says that, you know, I think back to about grade one uh, was around the first time that I was passing out in school. And it was really from sitting in my, in my desk, feeling as though all eyes were on me. Um, and and judging me for whatever reason, but it really stems back to that. Got you. Both very good ones. Also, one that's very visceral. You can, I mean, you can tell that you went right back to that moment when you were talking about it. Cool. All right, you guys. This is that time. You guys can go ahead and close your eyes and relax. Make sure. Give me a favor. Make sure you guys aren't touching. Can you separate just a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I don't because I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, stop all that. No, I'm just kidding. The um, I don't want you guys to negatively anchor anything. Understood. So any type of touch that you guys have with um, when you because you might experience something uh, that has a negative emotion behind it for a second, you don't want to anchor that into your body. Um, also, uh, I'm going to cut this part out. 
every I'm going to ask you guys to float above your timeline. Every time that I ask you to float above an event, every event is like a trigger. Okay. Every event is like a trigger. So for every event that you visit and observe from a third person point of view, once you take, once you release the emotions out of that um, event, that is releasing a trigger. That is a breakthrough. That is a major breakthrough in a very small amount of time. So it's very powerful. So please, please, please take your time. This is your process to go ahead and have your, your healing right here, right now. You showed up for your divine appointment and you guys deserve it. So take your time, visit each and every event that you need to based around the fear of judgment and based around the fear of not being enough. And we're going to have an outstanding effect. All right. Perfect. Let's get it. All right, you guys, you got you both can go ahead and close your eyes and relax and let me know when you're ready for the process. I'm good. All right. I need you guys to both be able to talk to me throughout this time. All right. So, Kayla, Nick, I need some verbal feedback. Yeah. All good. Awesome. All right. Now. Awesome. Now, both of you, just imagine floating outside of your body as if though you were a spirit or energy. And just imagine seeing yourself right here, right now in this divine appointment and observe yourself from a third person point of view and just hover above yourself. See the pot, the red pot and the white pot behind you, the black door behind you the red walls, the orange-ish red walls, your floral shirt, your polka dot shirt. Let me know when you can see yourself from a third person point of view. Take your time. Yeah. Awesome. Now just imagine floating up above your timeline and float deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above that first event in which you felt that fear. For Nick, the fear of judgment. For Kayla, the fear of not being enough. And just hover above that little child going through that event. And just stay high above the event, being the observer of the event. Let me know when you're there and you can see the child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Now stay high above the event. Be the observer. Now, just ask your unconscious mind what it needs to learn from the event. The learning of which will allow you to let go of the emotions easily and effortlessly. Your unconscious mind can preserve the learnings so that if you need them in the future, they'll be there. Just tell your unconscious mind to preserve the learnings. This is an exercise of forgiveness and acceptance, forgiveness for yourself and others, and acceptance of yourself and others. Who do you have to forgive? What do you have to accept? Who do you have to accept? Focus your attention upon how you're a survivor. Hurt people hurt people. We're all doing the best that we can with the resources and consciousness that we have. We can't control anyone else's actions, but we can control our response. We can grow stronger and wiser 
and learn from people's actions and mistakes. Other people's actions have nothing to do with us. They're only a reflection of their baggage. They have nothing to do with you. It's only a reflection of their baggage. And we're better people than we were when those events occurred. You're a better person than you were when that event occurred. What is something positive and empowering you can tell that little child and everyone else involved in the event with the consciousness that you have today that will allow the emotions to evaporate like water on the concrete on a hot summer day? And as you preserve these learnings, the emotions are starting to dissipate more and more until they're all gone. Just let me know when they're all gone. Take your time. Make sure that you get positive learnings for yourself, but also give positive learnings from the people around you in the event. Have compassion and empathy for yourself and everyone in the event. Oh my God. Awesome. Go ahead and float to now. Nick, you stay right there. Keep releasing those emotions. And Kayla, you float deeper and deeper into the past above the dinosaurs during the prehistoric age. Let me know when you're there. Nick, are you above the event? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Just ask your unconscious mind what it needs to learn from the event, the learning of which will allow you to let go of the emotions easily and effortlessly. Your unconscious mind can preserve the learning so that if you need them in the future, they'll be there. Just tell your unconscious mind to preserve the learnings. And Kayla, make sure you float into space to where space and the atmosphere connects. As you're above the dinosaurs, float into space to where space and the atmosphere connects. And imagine your timeline is the size of a fingernail. That's right. Stay up there. Stay high up there. I'm good now. Awesome. Now, Nick, just imagine floating deeper and deeper into the past above the dinosaurs during the prehistoric age. Let me know when you're there. Yeah. Now, float deeper and deeper into space to where space and the atmosphere connects. And imagine your timeline is the size of a fingernail. Let me know when you're there. Yeah. Awesome. Now, both of you, go ahead and float past the moon and past the sun. And I want you to look back at the earth and I want you to keep backing up until the earth is the size of a thimble, the top part of the thimble, that is. Let me know when you're there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And as you float there, just imagine floating there, weightless, in space, and ask yourself now, where are the emotions? Tell me, are they there or have they disappeared now? Disappeared. feel safe. Awesome. Now, just imagine floating down inside the event, seeing through your own eyes as a little kid and check on the emotions. Tell me, are they there or have they disappeared now? They disappeared. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Float back above the dinosaurs and then float into space to where space and the atmosphere connects. Let me know when you're there. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Nick, you first. Kayla, you stay right there in space. All right, Nick, you first. Just imagine floating very, very high above your timeline, above each and every event in which you felt the fear of judgment from birth until now in chronological order. Don't skip one event. Preserve the learnings and let go of that fear of judgment all the way back to now. Go. Kayla, just imagine floating up above your timeline, above each and every event in which you felt that fear of not being enough from birth until now in chronological order. Don't skip one event. Preserve the learnings and let go of that fear of not being enough all the way back to now. Go. Preserve the learnings from each event in order to get rid of any of and all of the triggers for that limiting belief or negative emotion. Take your time. That's right. That's right. Take your time. Release those triggers. There's something more to learn from each and every event to unlock even more potential within you. Nick, are you high above the events? Good job, man. Keep up the good work. Kayla, how are you doing? You high above the events? Yeah, I'm just getting to this week. <laughs> good job. Way to go all in. Keep it up. Both of you take your time. This is not a race. This is not a race. Welcome back. <laughs> How you guys doing? Awesome. Yeah. Some deep stuff, huh? Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Welcome back, you guys. Yeah. I can tell you guys went deep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> up here, yeah. You say what? Gonna wake up here. I know, right? You guys can go over here and get back close to me. You're good now. <laughs> um, do you guys smell bacon? Baking or bacon? Bacon. Bacon? No, I don't. Yeah, I'm just. That's a. Um, that's a. An NLP technique. They help you break state. So, um, Kayla, can you remember a time in the past in which you used to feel that old emotion? And go back and notice if you can feel it, or you may find that you cannot. It's a good thing I felt it at the time because if I didn't feel that, it wouldn't have led me to take the actions to be where I am today. Yeah. But I don't feel it anymore. Awesome. Awesome. There's a difference between before the uh, meditation and afterwards. Perfect. Nick, can you remember a time in the past in which you used to feel that old emotion and go back and notice if you can feel it or you may find that you cannot. Yeah. See, it's, I can see the memory, but not necessarily, yeah, not the emotion as attached there. It's not as present. Yeah. Awesome. Um, great. Nick, I want you to imagine floating out into the future to an unspecified time in the future in which if it would have happened in the past, you would have felt a fear of judgment, but it's the future now. So see if you can find that old emotion or you may find that you cannot. No. Awesome. Kayla, I want to, I want you to imagine floating out into the future to an unspecified time in the future, which if it would have happened in the past, you would have felt the fear of not being enough, but it's the future now. So see if you can find that old emotion or you may find that you cannot. I don't, I'm not worried. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. You guys just released a bunch. You guys just dropped a bunch of baggage. 
Hands free. I know. <laughs> Good stuff. So uh, please describe to the audience how you feel and uh, what you think of the whole process. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think it's such a important thing to do is like that inward turning inwards kind of and really it's not that you're going back there and reliving it in a sense, you know, I think a lot of people do, they spend so much time reliving, they go back in their timeline, but then they stay there and they stay stuck there. But this is such a different process. I've never gone through it in that way. And, and what I love most is the, is, is the rising above from it and looking at it from a very large perspective view. And I found myself wanting to be pulled back down. And so I enjoyed that you kept saying, rise above it, rise above it, because it was a reminder for me to like, not get sucked in there. Yeah, very cool. That's awesome. Kayla? Well, I was kind of thinking uh, how it's like, you realize those words aren't true they just simply aren't true so it's like even if that those words come again it's just like well that's bullshit <laughs> exactly right <laughs> exactly 100 yeah, um the to to like re, to, so what i like i don't know if this is your um experience but i know like when i'm looking over an event i kind of rationalize I kind of rationalize like, oh, you know, that person's only doing the best that they can with the resources and consciousness that they have. So they might be ignorant on something. They don't know me. You know what I mean? They don't know how, what my heart or whatever it may be, especially when it comes to like fear of judgment. It's like, oh, that person doesn't know me. You know what I mean? And also they're judging me for where I am now, but they, they can't, they don't even know where I'm going to be in the next five to 10 years either. So it doesn't matter. It's all bullshit. Like, she, like Kayla just said, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean, and it's something clicks uh, subconsciously when you rationalize during that process. It's, it's mm -hmm. so, it's so interesting. Yeah. 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 It kind of makes me think of how it's like, every it's all just to do with you and your relationship with the universe and if you're enough for you in the universe well it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks mm -hmm. amen exactly it doesn't at all and like your relationship with the universe is is different for for yours than it is with everybody else's like just for example like my relationship with my mom is different than my aunt's relationship with my mom it doesn't make it any less important to either one of us but it's still my relationship. So my relationship with the universe is different than yours. And I have no right or no one has any right of saying that you're not good enough in this exact moment in which the universe is unfolded for you. You know? I love that. Um, so how many, uh, so Nick, how many memories did you go through uh, like before you got through your whole timeline? Oh, probably. I wasn't necessarily counting. I was just kind of letting my mind just kind of like go there with like, you, you could feel it kind of drift through. And then it was like, it, there was a definite like stop, like a, like it just, my consciousness just stopped there and it would just <laughs> like percolate. Right. Uh, probably if I had to put a number to it, there was probably about 10 that I kind of stopped at that were significant. That's a lot of triggers, man. That's a lot of breakthroughs. Good job, man. Good job. Kayla, how about yourself? Well, I started at grade one and I went through almost every grade up until, well, 
all the grades <laughs> and then um, some career stuff and some recent stuff. So there was kind of beginning and then there wasn't really a ton in a section and then it picked up again. So that was kind of interesting. Very good. Very good. A lot of breakthroughs for you guys as well. And like, um, one of the things that I see a lot of my clients do as well is to take that deep breath when they release. Uh, Kayla, I saw you do that a lot. And I also saw that from you, Nick, as well. Like, how did that feel when you felt that release? Yeah, it's just like, uh, it's a letting go. It's just, you yeah. just, I don't know how else to put it other than just a release. It's a releasing of, of the old thought patterns, the connection to that, right? And I found in that moment, you're redefining those moments. And, you know, for me, it was just, I, I envisioned, you know, like, a, like I said at the beginning, me sitting in that desk, feeling like everybody's looking at me. It was just like this release going, I'm safe. Mm -hmm. And kind of seeing through the veil, I guess, or through what I, you know, it's the truth was nobody was really looking at me and I just felt safe. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a big thing when we observe it all. It's like nobody gave a crap. You know what I mean? In the long run, nobody really cared. <laughs> How about for you, Kayla? Well, I definitely felt right away. It's like I could feel my solar plexus is so strong, the energy right now. So just like breathing it out and it's like, oh, like you can just like let out all that heat or that mm -hmm. energy that you've been holding and storing in you. Yeah. And it's like, that's my habit is to, oh, just push it back down just push it back down. But now it's like, okay, let it out, let it out. Oh my gosh. And it's, and it's easy too. It doesn't like in therapy, I used to do a lot of crying and, uh, or when I would talk to my friends, I would do so much crying. But uh, the first time I did this, I cried a lot, but you guys went through it like left and right. Not a lot of drop of a tear. Good job on you guys. You guys rock stars over here. I see you. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Oh my gosh. Um, very awesome, you guys. So, like, where do you guys see a future without these fears? Like, what type of future do you see? Oh, the next goal is already done. It's done, mm. and I'm moving on to the next goal and the next one and the next one and the next one. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's like a, it's a future of no limitations, I guess. Yes, right. Like infinite when I, potential. Yeah. When you think about what would I like to do? What would I like to move towards? What's the impact I want to make? That was a big one for me. It's like, I want to make an impact in the world. Mm -hmm. I want to make an impact in others' lives. And then previously it would have been the fear of criticism, the fear of all of these things coming up. And now it's just like, well, no, because my desire for impact is far greater than my attachment to this fear of criticism. If that, makes <laughs> and that was like exactly what I was going to say, but the fear of not enoughness, it's like, I want to serve, but it's like, well, I don't have a degree in this, this, and this, and this, and I need a degree in 10 things. And it's like, no, you don't. No. You are uniquely you and you are enough, whether you have a degree or not, and you have plenty of them. So get to work and just start sharing. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You guys are phenomenal. Good job, y'all, man. I need a round of applause to y'all, man. Such a great job today. Um, man, I am going to go ahead and just wrap this up. Like, I am so Super, like I am buzzing right now. <laughs> so glad for you all. And thank you guys for listening to the podcast today and tuning in. I really ap appreciate your, your love and care and your attention. Um, it, once again, if you want to experience this yourself, please go to charleswolfork.com. There's a form on there. Fill it out and schedule your own appointment. Um, and 
besides that, um, please, both of you guys, give us some words of wisdom. Yeah, I just, you know, I guess it's the importance of, of working through this stuff, this self-discovery and the releasing, you know, A, releasing your baggage, like you say, releasing these things. Um, one of my mentors put it really well. He said, as you're walking through the doorway, you say to this new life that you're creating, if you're walking in with all this baggage and you just can't fit through the door, you can't walk through. And so I think what you're doing, Charles, is, is incredible because you're allowing people to let go of stuff that is preventing them from stepping through their doorway on the way towards their version of success and fulfillment and to fulfill their desires. And so I think that's just incredible. Um, and I think really the next step is like deciding and defining consciously who you want to be then moving forward now that you aren't holding on to this baggage. So I want to thank you so much for it. It was a beautiful experience and uh, so glad to connect with you. Thank you too. Thank you. I appreciate the, the, the kind words, Nick. I really do. How about yourself, Kayla? Any uh, wise words for the audience out there? I would say open your mind. Um, if you were like me and you weren't really so into all this like thoughts and that kind of thing, open your mind and constantly be ready to learn, unlearn and relearn. Because unless you're willing to do that, you're always going to be living in the past. So like Nick said, start creating that vision, use that imagination of what, where you want to go. Because the past has no limitation. It's only your imagination and the use of focus that are your biggest limitations. Amen. You guys are such a power couple. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for coming onto the podcast. I, I truly, truly appreciate this with all my heart. And um, you guys, once again, as tune in for another episode of the Drop Your Baggage podcast, where we talk to people that are dope, that can give you hope and teach you a technique to help you cope. And until then, take care of yourself and take care of one another. Peace. <laughs>